quickly. We'll move on to like this season. Obviously, it's a big season for the club and stuff. How was it leading the team as captain? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Incredible season. Like, <laughs> I think that's going to be, be hard to beat throughout my career wherever yeah. I play. The man's a baller, you know, already know, ball with the pros and generals. And that's setting stones like emeralds, flat emirates, Etihad or Ellen Road. Still hands on like Becca, boss like Beretta, boss like Arteta, yo. Catch a red if you get involved, lift the goal with the yellow glow, too professional. Came with that baller mindset, war for the prize, ain't scoring in my net. Coming like Bex for the right check, I'll move to Spain and ball in the right next. Must be the baller mindset, from LC coming live and direct. Subscribe if you ain't subscribed yet, he tuned into the baller's mindset. Yo guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ballers Mindset Podcast. We're here with Notts County's promotion winning captain, Kyle Cameron. How are you, bro? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Good, man. Good, good to have you, bro. Kyle, we always kick it off with the first question. And uh, what does it take, would you say, to have a Ballers Mindset? Um, it's, a, it's a good question to start with. <laughs> I think um, there's lo lots of aspects and I think mindset's probably the biggest thing that you need in, yeah. in football. Um, myself, I've had... A lot of sort of mindset coaching from uh, psychologists that yeah. I worked with in the past and stuff, which we worked on a, a good few techniques and stuff to to try and develop a, a good mindset, uh, which I feel like I have now. Um, I think a good thing to have is a lot of self belief and, and confidence. Yeah. I think that can can take you a long way. What sort of things were you doing with the psychologist? Um, so it's just about how to deal with mistakes and and sort of not striving for perfection because yeah. perfection no is unattainable perfect. so you can't get there um, and it's just sort of resetting your mind and the big thing was when you make a mistake you sort of ask yourself alright what, what's next what's the next thing to do yeah. and it kind of just switches you back to, to that alright you've, you've had a mistake you've, you've made the mistake now now sort of kick on and put it right with the next thing yeah wicked how do you uh, when you do make a make mistake how do you like push on from it so if you made a mistake you made a mistake in the game how do you i can't think of the word that i'm trying to say just deal with it then. yeah the week, i guess just how basically. do you iron out those errors really <laughs> for, for me i i sort of just laugh about it really like yeah, yeah, i've yeah. just i've got a kind of kind of way of, of doing things where i don't really let it affect me and i just think oh, it, it is what it is, what it is. It's like, like yeah let's try and try and make the next thing good and then try and build this bit of momentum from doing one action, two action, three action sort of in a row. But it's one of them, you make a mistake, if, if you don't laugh, you'll cry kind of exactly. thing. So, you know what I mean? You've got to kind of just take it in your stride. That's it. Exactly. We'll move on to like this season. Obviously, it's a big season for the club and stuff. How was it leading the team as captain? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Incredible season. Like, <laughs> I think that's going to be, be hard to beat throughout my career wherever yeah. I play. Um, hopefully we can beat it this season and that's the sort of aim to push for them sort of standards again this year and, and get another promotion but last year was, was incredible it was one of a kind to, yeah. to sort of be playing every week and, and just winning, winning, winning constantly yeah, crazy it's crazy obviously yeah. I followed it quite closely and like to get 100 points and still not win the league was it's that, crazy. Was that crazy, a knockback yeah. for the squad to then go into the playoffs or did that motivate you more to say look we've done 100 points plus so why don't we just smash the playoffs or yeah it was a hard one I think a, a lot of teams if, had they've got that many points and not won the league probably wouldn't have ended up getting promoted yeah. mm. they would have probably crumbled with a mindset and thought oh we've done all this we've done so much hard work like mm. and then we still it still wasn't enough but yeah. throughout the season the managers just like drilling into the mindset of like just incredible it's hard to put into words like how 
how he changes people's mindsets, but from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, the, the change is drastic from yeah. going from sort of an average team last year to just being a, an unbelievable winning winning machine. Their last season was, was incredible. Are you looking forward to the new season? Yeah, I'm Brazil. really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I think we've got a great chance this year. And yeah. The lads we've brought in have looked sharp. And You're going for the same again this same season, again, promotion. Yeah. Do you know, I find that mad because that yourself and Wrexham obviously got promoted and already like with bookmakers and stuff, you're already favourites to go up again. It's it's mad. Yeah, everyone always, everyone said it, especially last year, everyone was saying like, the National League's the hardest league to get out of. Mm -hmm. Get out of there, you'll be fine, like you'll do well. We've retained a lot of players, we've only lost one. We've brought in a lot of quality, so... Yeah. For us, that that's that's the aim to go and do it again, which I don't see why not. Yeah. What's it like from the new lads coming in? Like, as a captain, how do you give them the support and going forward? To be fair, the lads have brought in a sort of a step up in, in yeah. the lads we've already got. Do you know what I mean the yeah. good good players, good professionals? So for me, so far, I haven't had to do a lot. Do you know what I mean the the main thing I'm trying to do is sort of help, not coach, but try and put them in the right direction with yeah. the principles and and how, how, how we want to do things and try to steer them in the right direction. But the lads coming in have been first class, so I, I, have, I haven't really had to uh, do much up till now. No, that's wicked, man. Geordie, lads, so you've supported Newcastle growing up from Newcastle. Now you're playing for the Magpies again. Um, how does that feel to yeah, come like to another Magpies? Full, full circle, back to black and white. So, no, it's, it's good. How did that move come about? Was it just fell into it or was there talks before other clubs or was that with Notts County yeah we're not yeah um so it was off the back of a promotional final with Torquay um and that sort of season was sort of stop start for me I had a lot of injuries and then that playoff campaign I was actually playing left wing so I wasn't mm. even playing centre half wow. yeah so left wing to centre half yeah <laughs> it, was, it was crazy so for me I, I wasn't really expecting much <clears throat> in regards of a move because the people who were coming to watch me were coming to watch to play centre half, yeah. and I was playing left wing. So <laughs> that's crazy. Um, for Notts County to come in and, and want me was was a, a big thing at the time. A lot of the Torquay fans took it badly and said it was a sideways move. But mm. I mean, if I look back from two years to now, I think it's been a been a great choice. Yeah, come a long way in the two years, definitely. Uh, playing left back there now is it to play left back compared to centre back? Would you say it's your preferred position or? Centre half is my preferred position. Um, left back, I played that for for a number of years when I was growing up through the academy and things mm -hmm. like that. And I suppose it's just another strength of my ball, but you need a, a lot more legs and a bit. bit you started at Newcastle. You started yeah, at Newcastle. Yeah. What was that like coming through the academy there? Yeah, great football and experience. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't easy. It was tough. I was I probably a lot of, learned a lot of lessons um, when I was young. Mm. How to deal with setbacks and. Yeah how to sort of deal with people with not being in the favour of, of certain people. Um, and from a long age, I sort of learned there's a lot of politics in football and yeah. sometimes it's it's not fair. Yeah, We're hearing that quite often, aren't we, about yeah, politics in football and stuff. It's not quite go the way that you expect or plan, but obviously having them setbacks, like you say, to help you push on now, it's only a positive, right? Of course, the best thing the best thing for me was to have them setbacks when I'm in my, in my teenage years rather than have them in my 20s and not have the time to sort of work out how to how to deal with them situations yeah. and yeah. how to sort of improve, do you know what I mean? From a young age, my dad told me I didn't get picked for a tournament when I was 13, 14. I kept saying, oh, why dad, why? I don't I don't understand. He said, the only way you're gonna find out is if you go and ask the manager. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? At 13, I was going to an academy <laughs> manager and saying, all right, why didn't you pick me? And he, I don't think the, the academy manager um, 
sort of like that at the time an under 14 coach being approached by a 13 year old asking why, why didn't you pick me and <laughs> I think from from that from that point onwards it sort of it makes me realise that now right okay I need to ask questions for myself I can't mm. just always rely on my parents and mm. I think having that at such a young age has probably been a good thing oh, of course early lessons in your life obviously lead you on like I said till now Definitely. have your parents been a big part of your progression in football massive, yeah. massive progression I think well Without them, I don't think I'd be playing football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. My, my parents took me to my first session when I was five, and they took me to sessions two, three, four times a week from mm. five to 16 and yeah. 17 until I was able to drive myself. So yeah. even when I was a first year scholar, my mum would drive me 35 minutes there to train in the morning. She'd come back 35 minutes, go to work, and then I'd ring her and she'd come pick me up yeah. 35 so minutes again. It's, yeah, it's, it's like two, two and a half hours every day of of driving as a commitment to, to me. So, um, yeah, without without them, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be where I am today. They were definitely in the stands at Wembley then. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. It was um, it was actually caught on PT Sport right at the end uh, after he picked the trophy up, me coming down the stairs and um, seeing my mum and bursting into tears. So oh, man. I bet that was wicked. It was just, it? Yeah, it was a very special moment, especially wicked, man. to share that with my parents and my, my girlfriend and my agents. So what yeah, was it so like walking out of Wembley? <laughs> The, the looking back, like the the day, I, you can't really, I can't really remember much because the adrenaline's mm. gone. It's mm. kind of just a strange feeling. Like the best memory I have of it is, is watching it back on TV. Yeah. Um, like the adrenaline through the day is just incredible. Like you don't even, it doesn't even feel it as fans there. You don't hear any yeah. noise. It's just, uh, it's a real special day. I've got I'd goosebumps now. <laughs> I'd heard, um, I was listening to talks but one time and I heard this. There was talk to a manager and they said. Um, what they try and do with players before a final, they go down the day before and take the stadium in instead of like the occasion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what we've done. Is that what you do? Yeah, yeah, do we've done that. that. Yeah. We went down the day before. Um, we trained in the morning and travelled down and we travelled straight to Wembley. Sort of have a look around the change rooms, yeah. get, get a grips with your bearings a little bit, have a look at the pitch and the stands and things. And then after that, it was go back to the hotel and just relax. Chill Does out. that make a big difference? I think so. For me personally, I don't... I don't think it would make much of a difference, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, whether I'm playing Wembley or wherever. Or, yeah. or St. James. Or St. James or Park or whatever. Like It's just it's 11 v 11 on a pitch and who scores the most wins. So, you know what I mean, it's... <laughs> Pretty when, Yeah, when, you, when you're there, you kind of... You, you don't actually take it in. Like, it's probably not something that will... So, like, take in until I, I've mm. probably retired. Like, yeah. to, like, realise how much of a special day that yeah. was. Like, it's one of them where it's like... It's done six weeks later. I'm back at the training. You just forget about it and you go again. Like, mm. it's do you ever go back and look at all the like videos and pictures? Yeah, you always do. You always do. It's like amazing to look back, but it's like right this season now focuses back on yeah. Yeah. trying to get promoted again. It so is. it's done and dusted now and crack on definitely. again. Would you say there was no nerves at all then, or was there a little bit? Or? Oh no, there was definitely nerves. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> nerves. I think if I watched back my first twenty minutes of the game was. Um, not like my usual self, sort yeah, of yeah. getting my feet on the ground and getting into it. Then once I got myself into it and had a few positive actions in the game, I sort of started getting into it mm. then and it was kind of nerves have gone and it was back to normal business. Yeah. yeah, sick, man. Well, in terms of like, obviously settling into a game, the players you've come up against this season have been pretty pretty good standard for a National League side. Mm. Um, would you say people like Paul Mullen and stuff were up there or who was the best no, you come up against? Yeah, definitely. I think Paul Mullen's got to be up there. Um, You've seen he done what he done in League Two, and he was sort of linked with big League One clubs, and, yeah. and took the step to Wrexham. So um, I think that sort of standard he was sort of setting last year was 
the sort of standard I'm going to be facing this year. So, do you know what I mean? It's always good to be one step ahead and sort of see what we're um, what we're looking at for this season. Anyone else you come up against that tough for? Um, to be honest, a lot of the hardest that we always used to say last year, with no disrespect to anyone else, but our hardest games were, were on the 11v11s on a Tuesday and a Wednesday when we're playing against each other. Yeah. <laughs> it was honestly, it was it was incredible. Like you play 11v11, you'd lose the ball and you wouldn't touch it for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You'd just be running around and, and try to chase chase shadows basically yeah. at times. So, yeah. um, do you know I mean the lads we've got to count here are incredible. So. A lot of them are, are the top lads in the in the division, definitely. Yeah, cool. Did you see the um, consistency from being at Newcastle from a young boy to now the training at different clubs? Is it all pretty much the same, or? Yeah, it's 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 similar. Every manager has his own sort of philosophy and and way he wants to train. Um, with a doubt, without a doubt, this this last year and, and this year this last week, sorry, preseason, um, it's definitely the most intense training I've done with, with a manager. Yeah. And the manager at County now is uh, very, very good. And uh, he drives standards and intensity in every single session, so you, you can't get away with anything. Yeah. Has you he made um, Team of the Year? Mm -hmm. Did you? What was that like? Yeah, good. Well, just a name on a piece of paper, you don't get anything for it. it you not get nothing for it, no? Not at that level, no. No trophies or anything. It's just sort of a bit of a recognition yeah. um, of being yeah. one of the best in the league. So. How do you feel about it? There's a lot of now complaining. That's it. But you know, like going on now to this season, People are going to be looking at you as like you were one of the best centre backs in the league. Is that added pressure? No, not really. I think I'm looking at getting myself back in that team this season for for this year as well. That's a yeah. that's a target. So um, I always have confidence in myself. Talking when I won the Conference South, I was in the Conference South one, and then last year game promotion, I was in the mm. team of the season last year. So for me, it's same again, promotion and team of the season, and just yeah, trying that. to. And just keep, keep pushing build, on. Build up on them sort of personal accolades and keep building them promotions. That's it. I suppose your personal achievements when you end your career, like you say, you look back on the promotions, but then you want to be like team of the year, stuff like that to look back on as well. Right? Yeah, of course. I'm all, I always want to strive to be the best that can be. So for me, it's I've got to now go and prove it in, in this it. division. Which is Definitely on your way. And, uh, more trophies than Harry Kane so far, so <laughs> <laughs> not too bad. Yeah, not Who's too um, bad. one of the toughest sort of players you played against? Um, Macaulay Langstaff in training right? yeah not bad <laughs> is he there 42 goals last year not bad, too bad. bad I don't know it's different like a lot every week you sort of come up against something different and then even during the games you, there's people coming on the pitch off the pitch and um, it's always nice to sort of challenge myself and play against different players whenever I can do you know I mean when I was younger um, was sort of the youth international stuff I played against a sort of like, so like Renato Sanchez yeah yeah like people like that, and they're just like incredible. Like, where was he at the time? It was uh, he was at Benfica at the time. Okay, um, I think it was Benfica before he got his move, and he obviously Portuguese. I think it was. I think it was. Um, like incredible player, yeah. just unbelievable at manipulating the ball, and just do it at the age of I think it was sixteen at the time. Yeah, mm. crazy. Built like a man, like yeah. do you know what I mean. Like you could see why he was sort of breaking through at Benfica yeah. and playing, yeah. playing a lot. At what age did you get your um, professional contract? My first professional contract was 19. Yeah. So I'd done two year scholar at Newcastle. Um, then they decided that they would give me a, a third year scholar. Um, and then after that, I got a, a two year a two year pro deal there at Newcastle. Yeah, sick man. Did you um, did you make many appearances or like in terms of the first uh, not first team sorry in terms of under 23s was you like a key figure in that under 21s under 19s? Um, so under 18s I was your team captain. 
um, was sort of ready to make the step up and then went to 23s and then for whatever reason, politics and just not being in favour, I was I found myself in the stand a, f a good few weeks. Um, so then I, I went and spoke to the first team coach who was Paul Simpson at the time, who's Carlisle manager who just got promoted. Mm -hmm. um, I spoke to him and said, look, I'm not playing. I need, at the time I was at Scotland as well, so I had to be playing to, to be getting called yeah. up. So I was sort of panicking a little bit with that. Um, so I spoke to him, I said, look, I need to be playing. I need, I need to go on loan. Can you help me out? Um, and then that's sort of when the football and journey really started. I went to Workington on loan. That was like Evo Stick Prem. Yeah. Um, I went there for a month, and then from there I moved on to York City in, in League Two. Yeah. So, um, do you know I mean that was another thing, another learning curve of not being in the picture and just having to sort of step up and ask for help and asking to to sort of move on and, and mm. get some experience elsewhere on loan. And you've have you always been captain? Um, yeah, funny enough, pretty much, obviously apart from the loans, which yeah. won't happen, the youth team captain, 23 seasons I was on loan, so not there, and then I went to Torquay, and then I was, when the new manager came in, after like nine games, I was made vice-captain there, yeah. and then from there I went to Notts County, and I was uh, being captain for the last oh. two years there. That's mad, to be a leader throughout your career, like from such a young age as well, literally shows well your qualities really yeah right? of course yeah to be recognized as right you're going to be our leader this year it's a big thing yeah definitely i think to be captain of a club like nos county is um, pretty special in itself it's huge regardless of winning promotion or not i mean i think that promotion just puts the icing on the cake a little bit of being the captain that lifted the trophy but just That's being nice. captain at that club's yeah. incredible 100 percent. it's a big club man like my mate used to take me with his granddad to watch him this was years ago when i was growing up and what a club, like what a stadium. Have you ever been to Notts County? Yeah, I go by it when I, um, at work. At work, yeah. It's so old. It's like one of the oldest in, is it one of the oldest in England or? Oldest professional football club. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it says it on the uh, sign when you yeah, go yeah, by it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, got to put that on there. <laughs> oldest got to be on there, football club in the world, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy that, isn't it? Yeah. Mad. So mad. It's like a f I, can't, I don't know exactly the details, but it's a famous yeah. story of that. That's why Juventus wear black and white because of... Oh, right. I think I've heard something about that. Yeah, yeah. If I borrowed the kits. Or yeah, if you search up, that, like, yeah. like when um, when Juventus opened their new stadium, Notts County flew over to do the yeah. sort of opening game to open the yeah, stadium. So there's a bit Mad of that is, backstory behind that, yeah. So much history in football clubs, like these football clubs, they're so much bigger yeah. than like, no matter what player comes in, the football club is so much bigger yeah. than... Like, yeah, you'll get players that think they're bigger than clubs. Of course you do. It's never, never the case. The, cl yeah. the club's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. Club's oh, yeah. massive. When I pass away, when I'm a lot older, I mean, Notts County's still going to be there. Still be there. It's not, not going to be going anywhere, do you know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. Where do you reckon, like, what's your, what, what are the sort of goals for Notts County as a club next, let's say, five years? Uh, I think the bigger picture is to try and get the championship. Yeah, I think that's sort of where the club's at with the the sort of the new owners. Um, it's just a case of now manoeuvring how we're going to get there and how long it's going to take to get there. Do you mm. know what I mean? Hopefully, we can take that next step. Yeah, um, into League One next year, this time next year. Hopefully, that'll be where we're at, and then from there, it's uh, just a matter of, of time and, and making sure the infrastructure and yeah. all the things like that's correct before we move on again. So, what's like the uh the quality step up from National League to uh, League Two, like is it? I'm expecting to be very similar. Yeah, um, I've had a lot of conversations with lads who've played there, and they say it's very, very similar to yeah. what the National League is, and that's why people, a lot of people, uh, say when you get promoted from the National League, you'll you'll do well in the mm -hmm. in League Two. 
with there being three promotion yeah. spots automatically yeah. and then one yeah. playoff spot. Opens um, up another space, doesn't it? Yeah, if you look, look, look at Stockport last year, they got promoted from the National League, sort of struggled for the first half of the season, then put a run together and then yeah, they missed the, out the automatic. Yeah, yeah. They, they missed out automatic by one point and then yeah. they got the playoff final. So it's uh, it's incredible how well the, the sort of National League teams have mm. done when they when they do get promoted into the into league. It'd be crazy to see like in five years, Notts County. Premier League, yeah. do you know what I mean? Promotion, promotion, promotion. But that's promotion. what it was like a few years ago when we were growing up, like, I suppose. Do you know, bolting up there, Blackburn, you're like, what? And then now, they're now just if you look lower at, leagues. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if you look at like Bournemouth, teams out, like Luton. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's doable. Yeah, the Luton so, story is. Luton, the same, same as Bournemouth, but obviously Bournemouth probably gets overlooked now because they're sort of an established yeah. sort of Premier League club. Where there's your blueprint now to say, right, we're a club that want to copy them almost. Of course, yeah. I think I think the aim is to get to the Championship then. Once you get there as a club, I think it's sort of how much sort of money can you pump into the club to help improve it and yeah. things like that. But obviously, there's a long way to go before we were even thinking about that. Yeah. Um, but I suppose that, w- that would probably be the bigger picture for the club. 100%. What's it like playing with two Nottingham clubs? Obviously, two clubs being in the same city. It's all right, actually. The the relationships are pretty good between the clubs, but I think that's probably because there's such a big gap between yeah. between the clubs. If yeah. the, the gap was a lot smaller in the same league. I don't think the sort of rivalry right, a bit. I don't think it would be as friendly. Yeah, um, but yeah, they're uh, they're all right. Obviously, we have we've had a couple of lads on loan from from Notts uh, Forest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, everything's everything's all right with that. But ha- good for the city, I guess, to be have like obviously you guys winning the promotion, them staying up in the Premier League. It's obviously yeah. bringing a lot more fans and stuff like that. No, definitely. Yeah, it's it's really good for the club. Obviously, you get a lot of fans. Traveling to the city when when uh, when not not for us in the in the uh, in the prem and sort of wearing uh, wearing league two so we're going to get a lot more mm. away support and things like that so yeah. it's it's only going to be good things for the city. How many do you normally take away? Like how many do you normally get? Take about anywhere between probably about roughly averaging about a thousand I'd say. Yeah. So yeah. it's good support. That's I think I think this year it'll probably jump up. Jump what were up. the fans like last year? Were they good? Yeah, re- yeah, real good, yeah. real good. Like the, the atmosphere at the um, semi-final was amazing. Uh, Wembley is uh, outnumbered the Chesterfield two yeah. to one. Uh, so, yeah, the the, the fans were, were really good last year. Helped us get over the line, and um, I think this year the travelling support will be even better with obviously yeah. better stadiums yeah, and higher division and them feeling back. This is back where the, where we belong, sort of thing. So I think there'll be uh, the support should be a lot better again. Have you got any uh, chance that they get sing uh, sing to you? Or uh, yeah, one. <laughs> you. Yeah, one. Um, but probably that I can't repeat on camera. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> they but love yeah. it on there. Football just like they're just mad at the Yeah, fans, I love football, man. Especially when they just sit there. Cre- how did he create like a chant? Like how does he? Thing is, what's it like playing? Like obviously you can't say the thing, but playing <laughs> with his with it, and then you can hear it. Out- <laughs> As you're playing, whatever's being said. The, to be fair, like when you're playing, like it's a, a strange feeling like you can't actually hear anything when yeah. you. I don't. I don't really understand how to explain it, but yeah, when you you just so I guess in the zone, you don't really hear the the sort of chants and the yeah. the sort of noise. Maybe in breaks of play and stuff when you're getting pelters off away fans, which I tend tend <laughs> to normally get. So I like the wind. Do you get up. a lot of stickers, the captain. Yeah, I like to wind them up a little bit, so I, get, I don't mind getting a bit back. <laughs> That's what football's about. Though, yeah, isn't it? I mean, it's, like, at the end of the day, it's a game of like it's a competition, but there's a bit of banter in there as well. Do you know what I mean? No, of course. Yeah. There's obviously a fine line where you can't yeah, ever stop saying certain things. But what's it like? I've always wondered. Do you know, like you're playing in a full stadium, can you hear? Say, if you're left wing shouting, can you hear him? Not really. Like Wembley was loud, so it was hard to communicate and stuff. 
it's sort of kind of you got to pass it on to one and then pass yeah. it all the way around. Um, in the, the normal sort of season games last year, it was obviously a bit easier to communicate. Um, but yeah, places like Wembley, that that's going to be like your sort of like where you want to play at, like that's that sort of standard, that sort of level. You, you can't hear much, so I think it's when you're a football and you you sort of realise that when you when you watch these like sort of big European games and you see sort of the way the players sort of yeah. just come in and out like faultlessly with each other and they know exactly what each other are doing. I think you kind of appreciate that more because you know how difficult it actually yeah. is to sort of communicate when you're on the pitch yeah. between each other. Yeah. You'll be back in the FA Cup this year as well. Yeah, uh, back just straight in the first round. Yeah, no, straight first no, quali- round, yeah. no qualifying Buzzing rounds. Buzzing for that. Yeah, look I bet the FA Cup's unbelievable to play in. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, we've got EFL Cup as well, so that's another chance to sort of... Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Well, a big, yeah. big club yeah, as well. So, yeah. Yeah. You're looking forward to, like, what club would you... If you could pick one club, you wanted one, who would you love to play against? It's got to be Mags, isn't it? Yeah, I love Newcastle oh, yeah, away, yeah. yeah. I think that would be the one, playing them away would be, um, be incredible. But I'd like to play anyone in the Prem, sort of a top, top six Prem club would yeah. be great just to sort of play against mm. real top quality players yeah. and sort of see how close or how far we yeah, are yeah, from yeah. that sort of yeah, level you know I mean? yeah coming up against like well he's a striker nowadays Isaac looks like you Isaac yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isaac's an absolute athlete. fast he's strong, absolute great, but he's got so much technical ability as well but he's a like he's a strong runner yeah. quick sharp yeah. Great signing for Newcastle. How could you be right though against him? I'd like I'd like to test myself and see how good or how bad I could be on, on my day. So yeah, with the FA Cup, then obviously you start if you're below. Is it below, below League Two? You got to play all the preliminary rounds, the qualifying. Yeah, so it's like National League. You come straight into qual- like the last qualifying round, qualifying round four, and then I think below that, I think it's like I think you might just get chucked into sort of qualifying one onwards. I can't remember because yeah. we. We had it at Torquay when we were in the Conference South. We did have two or three sort of qualifying games before we got ourselves into the first round. Um, and then below that, obviously, then you've got all the sort of quali- like real yeah. long qualifying sort of periods. Some teams got to play like seven qualifiers just to get into yeah. the first round. I think yeah, it's crazy. But it's yeah, like, it's, it's the magic of the cup and then you come against... A big one. All, you know what I mean? Yeah. All the best sort yeah. of players. It's good, so. it's good to see sort of a one or two teams that sort of Oh, get course. through like yeah. every year you always see don't you always see a few upsets and stuff so I went to watch uh, Colville at Meadow Lane yeah they beat you guys yeah yeah I was I wasn't playing that game thankfully <laughs> it was a bit of a tough one but yeah it was yeah they climbed up nicely and then Anstey Nomads as well yeah. another local yeah, team yeah, to yeah. us yeah. just mad to see because then that year when Arsenal got beat by Sutton did they beat them or by Sutton do you know that team yeah they, yeah the goalie had the, the burger on the, years the ago pie. now remember that Arsenal got beat by Sutton. Well, they might not have got beat, but I can't remember if they got beat on. They not. got they got to like the first or second, third round, whatever, and played Arsenal. Massive. Oh, Oxford. Nah, nah, nah. It, nah, was, it, Sutton, it was Sutton. It was Sutton. I can't remember that. Yeah, but that, that was that like goalie yeah, like at the goal. pie on camera. Was that against us? Thing, yeah. I can't remember that. But yeah, I can't remember. Crazy. Do you want to move on to this? Uh, yeah, got some man. quick fire questions for you. Cool. Just gonna ease into them. Not Give us long. back your off the top of your head, just your first answer. Your first footballing memory. First footballing memory. So, I mean, there's so many that comes comes to mind, but it'll be like got my first session when I'm five, um, on a Saturday morning. I think it was my granddad that took me actually. Mm. Um, went into sort of my age group, and then getting pulled out and being like, right, we're gonna move, we're gonna move you up yeah. the next yeah. age. Too group. good, too good. <laughs> just just being like you my, can remember that. Yeah, just being like my first session, or I think it's like obviously because when you're so young, you're probably so proud of. 
be like, oh, I'm like good at football, yeah. like, I'll move up, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. after the eight year olds, and I'm fine. Yeah, that's sort of like, that was my favorite, <laughs> so real, real Obviously, uh, football memory. We know this one, your favorite team growing up, Newcastle. But yeah. Growing up, who was your sort of favorite player to watch at Newcastle? Well, actually, my, my first, I did support Newcastle, and um, so my first team also was Arsenal, because I was a big, t- I was a big. Uh, <laughs> My big, boy, <laughs> big Thierry Henry fan. Yeah, yeah. I, was I used to play like I used to play left wing when I was younger. When I first started playing football, so obviously back in the day, Thierry Henry left oh, wing. Do you not think Isaac reminds me a bit of Thierry Henry? A little bit. Yeah, yes, it does similar, a little bit. Similar, yeah, it? similar. I've said this. He no, actually yeah. does a little bit. If you can do Man, anything like Thierry Henry reading the Prem, then well, I hope he don't hit for Newcastle. If he does for Arsenal, that's it. Let me just quickly ask about um so supporting Newcastle was that family or was that you? Yeah, that was family. Granddad and. Air, well, area where I'm brought up from, and everyone's yeah. Newcastle fans and stuff yeah. like that. So you can't escape it. You can't really, yeah, you can't really escape. Let me expand on. So obviously, favorite player was that Thierry Henry. When I was younger, yeah, yeah. that was my favorite. So player. you had a little bit of love for the Gunners. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's got a soft spot for Arsenal. Not too bad. Yeah, mate. I don't know. It sort of moves on, like Shearer. Once you get in, yeah. Yeah, sort of Newcastle. Yeah, really, of course, Shearer. Regardless of what position you play, I think Shearer is yeah, everyone's it. favorite when you yeah. when you're a kid. Um, if you was to pick a dream five aside. In goal, Petacek maybe yeah. mm-hmm. he's prime. Ramos, Terry, Xavi, and Yesta—that sort of combination. Yeah, can't get past them. I don't think. And then you may as well go Messi up top if you're going to go Xavi. You know? Strike and that Shira. We'll sh- we'll go oh, Shira. Yeah. That is yeah, six players, it. but it's still a good that's team. Is it six? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's six. Yeah, still a very good team. I'll, I'll drop out. Um, Hold to drop someone because when you're talking all time, you I'd take Xavi out. If I was at Iniesta. Yeah, I'll take Xavi, yeah. Take Xavi. There's never a right answer, is there? Well, no, you there's can't. not. There's not. Football's a game no, of opinions, course. isn't it? 100%, but when you start sitting there thinking, you just can't pick. You just literally can't pick. Well, Nox are all that good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's too many, man. There's too many good players to <laughs> pick and choose something that you could put in. Um, one thing you'd change about football, like the game, any rules, anything? <sighs> one thing about... Maybe VR. Yeah, that's get, get it out, I think. But say that, but you've not really had that. That's I've never had it, but just sort of watching it, I think, like for the purity of a fan, yeah, like it's horrible, you it? celebrate a goal and then it gets ruled out, or you don't want to celebrate because you're scared of mm. it getting ruled out and stuff. Especially as a player as well, I can't imagine what it's like scoring a goal <laughs> in a massive game and then being like, oh, should I celebrate or not? I'm not really sure. Yeah. And then the kind of the moment. It takes it out of it. A bit, yeah, the it? moment the adrenaline just. I've seen just something goes. about. Um, FIFA want to test the new offside rule and obviously it'd be a massive disadvantage to a defender. So like, obviously, normally the offside. No, they're saying basically, imagine like you could be like this and if your back toe was still onside, but you was, yeah. you was miles So you've got to be fully offside. Yeah, your whole body's got to be off. Like, how do you think that would be as a defender if that was to come in? It'd be just, it'd be, it'd be tough. Um, it would be tough. It'd probably, Get a lot more action in games, and you probably for a fan it'd probably be better. You sort of see more benefit of the doubt for the striker, yeah. but as a defender, I don't think you're ever gonna. See, when I seen the photo run. though, you look at you know if you see it, you think it's literally his ankle, isn't it? That you think that side. is the biggest disadvantage no, to defenders. Do you know when like defenders defenses are playing offside traps? They're aiming to get the whole player offside anyway. So. Okay, but I think if offside works, it shouldn't be your top body. It should be where your feet are. So if you're both your feet are. Behind the player defender, mm. then I think you should be onside. It should just be whatever, whatever you can score with. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. If you're yeah. Po- if you're pointing, and this is offside, but you're yeah. onside, then 
you're not you're on oh, side. Yeah. You know when they mean? draw the lines with the sleeves, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's, it always seems to change every week, though. So you don't yeah. actually like really know. Yeah. Depends who's working with VAR and everything like that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, no consistency sure. at all. Yeah, it's, it, I suppose it's still going through a phase of it's still of, learning, like yeah, developing but, and getting uh, better and stuff. But then, if you look to the World Cup, they had that technology where it was their own, like it was the own VAR. It was mm, the technology, yeah. and I think why can't that be used? Obviously, I know it was in it was in Saudi Arabia, and the money was there's so much money over there. But yeah. I think why can that not be used here? I think probably eventually it will be. I think obviously it's going to get better and better. Yeah, it's got yeah, it, yeah. I think I did read though there it had been tried like it had been asked and trialed about, mm. and they'd said that they don't want to do it. Yeah, I've, I've seen that as well. Which yeah. makes you question me personally. Makes me question. It's a bit wow. sticky one, isn't it? Because they bought oh, yeah. VAR in for like clear and obvious. Yeah. Remember, remember when Kieran Gibbs or whatever Arsenal got sent off? Yeah. It was Oxley Chamber Chamberlain. Yeah. They like Hand the ref got it. the person wrong. Yeah. Sent the wrong guy off. They said that was what we're bringing VAR, VAR in for. Now it's just any everything and anything, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's getting better. It's get like from the first few games to now, like it's definitely getting quicker. Of course. But I think there's still like sort of a long way of going. I feel like last season it might have been a little bit better than it was the season just the season just been. The season before that, I feel like it was better that season. So it's got worse. Then, yeah, I feel like it has, it got better, then got worse. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. they changed it around for this season. There was a lot I just of feel like sh this, this should be the way football's always been played, is just the referees make the decisions, yeah. the lines make the decisions. In like the it is Sunday league. Like, yeah, yeah. just like pure, Authentic. just pure old school football, do you know yeah. what I mean? Rather than getting too complicated and things. Yeah. But I suppose in the Premier League and stuff, the amount of money that's on the line for. Exactly. Finishing yeah, in certain yeah. positions and how big certain goals could be. Oh, one point could be. It's a, it's a it is. Well, look at that Liverpool, that Liverpool Man City game when um, was it Jones who cleared it off the line? Mm. And if they not, it was when Man City got 100 and Liverpool got 99. Wow. That there, Liverpool won the league. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's big. It, it is important, of course. Go back to the questions. Um, best footballer you played against and with? Mm. With. We touched Obviously on somebody we touched on against, yeah. Sanchez didn't we earlier. Yeah. That's probably my best I've played yeah. against. I'd say with probably not at the time, but like Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Probably forty five minutes with really? him for England. Yeah. But obviously the sort of the sort of level he's got to now. Levels. Did you ever see could you see that coming when you No, played? he was a small guy with braces and <laughs> skinny lad like just looked a little bit not out of his depth you could tell, tell he had quality but yeah. he hadn't quite developed and then yeah. he looked three years later I think it is and he's he Mourinho was giving him, him his yeah. debut in the Europa League and scored a couple of goals on his debut I think yeah, didn't he yeah. scored against scored two, like every debut on his debut scored like Prem debut Europa against League debut yeah. everything yeah, yeah so yeah. I think probably for stature and looking at I think that's yeah. probably the, the best two I've played yeah, with. is that saying for like him now or yeah. when you were playing with him him now rather than when I was playing with him at the time what would you say the proudest moment of your life is? Uh, after be last season, I think, mm. lifting the trophy at Wembley. I think mm. that I don't think you can can't top that. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't think that's what would top that in top. the next few years for you on a personal level. An FA Cup. Yeah, so <laughs> I think you've got to try and take it a lot higher. That thing yeah. because it's Wembley. It's my f my first trophy as a as a captain. Mm. Um, I think that's one that you're always sort of gonna very highly yeah. and very dearly to my heart so 100% you've had that taste now you as yourself and the team the club in general promotion like I say back to back promotions would be absolutely massive no definitely that's what we're aiming for and 
it's not really heard of very often, so it's kind of a chance to put yourself in the history. Maybe a good story as well if it was to happen. Yeah, hundred percent. So put yourself in history books. Yeah, with with what happened last year, I reckon the sort of back and forth, back and forth, it'd be be quite good. To what was that like going back and forth all season? <laughs> good. I think I I think that what 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 made us both have as many points as what we did. Yeah. They sort of yeah. pushing each other at all yeah. times. Can't think, drop points. I think had it been one of us. You know, I mean, we might only got ninety odd points or something because yeah. you think, oh, we're so far ahead, we can sort of take off, off yeah. the gas a little bit. Yeah. Um, but because we had to keep sort of pushing them and they were pushing us, it was, it was a, it was a good one. Hopefully, do the same this year. Hopefully, man. I find the levels of like, like you say, back in the day, non-league used to be like, right, that's it, semi-pro. Now it's classed as professional football. Step one, right? Like yeah, National League. Pretty pretty much, pro. I, there's like two teams, I think, that are part time. Yeah, everyone else is full time. So or. That the new hybrid system they're bringing in where it's mm. like three three or four nights a week so you're pretty much full-time you're getting the same amount of training as what a full-time team is mm -hmm. what is it like obviously you've not done it but the players that and the teams that are part-time how does that work like it'll they, just be like it'll be like Tuesday nights and Thursday nights they'll do was it so but if they've got a game on a Tuesday they'll just literally train on a on a Thursday night and then I'm guessing it's landing up. you still have all con still be all Contracted and uh, some of them are non-contracts, some yeah. are contracts, and it's something like if you put like a seven. So say if a club comes in, you put like a seven-day notice in, yeah. and the club can just take them whenever they want. Okay, things like that. it depends yeah. how the club works. Some of them might have them on contracts, some of them might have them on on just like pays you play. That's all through like the FA, isn't it? Like you was touching on the yellow cards the other week mm. about fines and that. Yeah. That's like because if we put seven days in on a Sunday league for a certain player, it's seven days then we can sign them. It's, it's so crazy how it goes up. Yeah. And, and it's so that's why I think. I'm sure the yellow cards, you might know, um, if you used to get like a, you know, when you get a yellow card or a red card, mm -hmm. is it, like we have to pay, what is it, like £12 for a yellow. Yeah. Is it still the same when you go up? Is yeah, it still, comes out, comes out on wages. Is it, yeah, really? like just 12 quid. Is it 12 pounds? You just see it on your pay slip, like FA deduction or something. 30 yellows. <laughs> so I think it's like, I think it's like a tenner a yellow, something yeah. like 25. Yeah, see, I told you, I thought, I did, like I did see like, something yeah. that was like, and I see something, I think it was going to like, it was one of the Prem footballers on like 300 grand a week or something. And it was like, got like three yellow cards, paid 30 pound fine. And you yeah. think like, That's right, yeah. I have to pay 30 pound fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I think it's, like, it's like the same all the way through. Yeah. I suppose that's consistent. The football league pyramid is crazy. And that's why English football is ahead of everyone else, I think. Mm. Do you know, because you've got your Premier League and it comes all the way down to the step seven, step eight teams. Yeah, like obviously Ruben, one of the lads who was at County last year, who was just left. Um, he was saying like he come from the second division in, uh, in Holland to the fifth tier in England, and then he yeah. thought like, oh, it's not going to be anything good. Like he thinks he's going almost yeah, down or sideways. Yeah, yeah. And then he come, and then he's seen obviously how many fans were getting medal laid and things like that. And he thought, oh, that's actually like it just sucks you in, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, actually, it's, it's like amazing how many fans you can get at like this sort of level. Whereas some teams in Holland aren't, aren't in the second division, aren't even getting that. Thing yeah. is, you get like with. The lower leagues in England, people sort of class them as proper fans because you go like your big six clubs, they've got millions worldwide fans, but then you go to the lower league clubs and you've got these fans, they're paying, coming weekly, coming to support their team. And it's just like, I don't know where I'm going with it, but. No, I hear what just, you're saying. It's like Notts County, like you got obviously relegated a few years ago and them core fans are still yeah, there. Yeah, still yeah, paying yeah, the yeah, money. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, obviously, I know a few of the fans just through been here for a couple of years you sort of know that, that core group that yeah. travel home and away like it wasn't wasn't this summer it was last summer I met like 20 of them in Benidorm when I was there with my <laughs> friends 
So like you get you do get in all the the same yeah. faces and, and I bet they love that. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. for fans, fans they love it when they see the player that plays for their team and support. They love it, don't they? Yeah, it's no, like definitely. that's what I was saying. And I think the like the balance between I think you go to some Premier League clubs, a lot of their players are arro not arrogant, but don't really care. Don't really fans. give you the time of day, and like it's good that players like yourself give the fans the time of the day because it's the fans that come and support, do you know what I mean? It's a, no, it's, a, it's massively important, like, in the day at our level, they're, they're the people that are paying, paying your wages, really, do you know what I mean? Mm. They're the ones coming and spending the money. If mm. if they didn't come and, and every week, there would be no club, do you know what yeah. I mean? There would, the club yeah. wouldn't be able to, to sort of survive without without the fans, so it's important, do you know what I mean? I think they appreciate, like, I'm on holiday, but I would stop a yeah. couple of beers with them and yeah. a little oh, chit-chat nice. about the season and things like that, and I think they, they thoroughly enjoyed that. It allows you to appreciate the fans as well. Like it's like a forward and backfield, like you said. Bigger players at bigger clubs may not appreciate it because they're just going for the money or yeah. whatever they're going for. But you can see then the love they're showing you makes you want to run for them more on the side. Yeah, definitely. I think especially when obviously you go, you go so high at that sort of level, I think there's that many fans. It's probably hard for them to spread yeah, their time across. Yeah. Mm. So some people might find it a little bit hard to spend time with one fan and then another fan comes but you can't spend time because there's that many yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. then people complain and all this but at our level it's a little bit easier to sort of just spend five ten minutes mm. with fans and, and the fans appreciate it the fans appreciate it yeah so it's a little bit a little bit easier i'd say yeah we've got a we've got one last question for you, you who's the bottom go on who's the manager that's had the biggest influence in your career um i think there's a lot of a lot of like key figures i've had throughout my career um, definitely, like all throughout the ages, I can like. There's, there's a lot. There's probably five or six people that I would say have had big impacts for different reasons and things like that. I think the managers are probably the one currently, Luke Williams and Gary Johnson mm -hmm. at Torquay. Um, I think they're sort of the two that have had the biggest impact on on my career as a manager. Um, Gary Johnson, obviously. I was 21 at the time, spent three years with him. So that was a kind of the, the three years where I sort of developed and I, le I learned a lot about being a defender and being a good defender and learning what it takes to really win and, and how to win. And then uh, with Luke Williams now, it's a case of developing myself, uh, not as a player, but as a captain as well. And he's helping me get better at being a captain, being a better leader taking more responsibility but then also he's making me a better player on the pitch mm. and technically better tactically better more more aware so would you say he's a game good back. man good man manager just good everything yeah like yeah incredible incredible manager yeah. incredible man um and i'd be very surprised if i didn't see him go all the way at the top so yeah buzzing yeah, I'm just going to quickly finish on last season when you scored that goal in that mad game I think the whole of the country was watching that game against Wrexham mm. it was like one of the last few games of the season titles on the line pretty much and you scored that goal what a feeling to get back level yeah man it was it probably would have been a lot better if they hadn't scored five minutes no yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the time yeah it felt like, it felt like at the time I felt like right there's only one team going to go and win this now and yeah, that's going to be us do you know what I mean that's how we felt um, and then obviously they pegged us back again um, but yeah, scoring a goal is a great feeling, no matter what sort of what sort of occasion it is. Just can ask about. I know it's not your team and stuff, but when they signed Ben Foster late in the season, what a signing! And then playing against, like obviously former Man United, Birmingham, 
uh, goalkeeper. Yeah, it was it was one of them signings. I think I could have went either way. Do you know what I mean? He obviously, he hadn't played football in a little while, so could have been rusty. Could have yeah. could have struggled a little bit. Could have could have went the other way, but obviously, fortunately for them, he's obviously top professional, and yeah. you can tell why he's played at a high level because he hasn't played for a year and he's still coming. He can still do it. He can still do it. He's still top quality. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What a game that was. Yeah, it was good. Real. Like they're the sort of games as a footballer. <coughs> you want to be involved in do you know what I mean mm. um, and I think this year we'll have, have a lot more of them sort of occasions uh, in League 2 hopefully a few more goals for yourself as well I hope so yeah a few bullet headers yes a few fingers <laughs> crossed we'll be watching you closely anyway along the way now now we've got to know you and mm. whatnot Definitely. watching you closely and seeing how the season progresses come down Meadow Lane see you yes no problem 100%. always welcome lads. just to finish is there anything you want to give out to the fans or any anything you want to say anything you want to ask us uh, no, not really. Put <laughs> me on the spot there. No, yeah. no. Just see you next season. Yeah, just looking forward to the season and um, hopefully another season of promotion and uh, hopefully I can get my hands on, on some sort of trophy at the end of it and uh, and uh, kick on to League One. Love that. I hope you can do that as well, man. Good to have you anyway, brother. Yeah, very much. We'll wrap it up. Yeah, we we'll wrap it up. As usual, yeah. Thanks, guys. Tune into the Ballers Mindset. We've had Kyle on today. It's been a pleasure. Like, subscribe, and share. That's a wrap. Subscribe if you ain't subscribed yet. He tuned into the Ballers Mindset.